back to the Biblical Principles Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for allowing us to be an opportunity, a part of your life. Our goal is not just to give you something to waste your time as you listen to something, but to actually give you something that's beneficial to your Christian life, something that's scriptural that you can take and apply and use as you grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So if you have your Bible, you can turn to the book of John, chapter 9, in verse number 31. The book of John, chapter 9, in verse number 31. I want to deal with a topic today on why are my prayers not answered. A lot of people have a prayer life, and I believe there are a tremendous amount of people who pray periodically from time to time. But a lot of times we don't see results in our prayer life. And I wanted to kind of maybe bring to light some of the things that the scriptures have to say today as to why our prayers are not being answered. So the first thing is going to be found in the book of John, chapter 9, in verse number 31. Now we know that God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. The first reason I believe, and one of the main reasons I believe on why our prayers are not answered is very simply because there's no salvation. The person is not saved. In the mind of God, in the eyes of God, you're either a a saved saint or a lost sinner. Here the Bible is very clear in the book of John, chapter 9, and verse number 31. Now we know God heareth not sinners. After we're saved... Even though we are saved sinners, we're not viewed in the eyes of God as a sinner. We're viewed in the eyes of God as a saint or a joint heir with Jesus Christ. But the person who is viewed in the eyes of God as a sinner or a lost person, their prayers are not going to be answered. The first thing that needs to happen in this person's life is they need to do the will of God. Right there at the end of the verse, it says, and doeth his will, him he heareth. Let's go over to the book of John chapter 6 and verse number 40. The book of John chapter 6 and verse number 40, and we'll find out what the will of God for a lost man or a sinner is. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last days. What is the will of the Father? That ye believe on the Son. So the first reason I believe on why prayers are not answered is very simply because the person has never experience the life-changing effect of having Jesus Christ move into your heart and life. And I believe that that would uh, eliminate a lot of the unanswered prayers is if people would just honestly get saved and get born again. And what I mean by that is jailhouse religion is very easy. What we call spare tire religion, where you get into a problem and you pray, is very easy. But actually living the way that God expects expects us to live and doing His will is crucial. It's critical to getting your prayers answered. Why? Because God lays out a plan, a blueprint plan for the Christian life and the Word of God that we're supposed to follow, that we're supposed to follow. And if we do His will, Him, He heareth. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 1, in verses 42 through 45. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 1, in verses 42 through 45. 
And the Lord said unto me, Say unto them, Go not up, neither fight, for I am not among you, lest ye be smitten before your enemies. So I spake unto you, and ye would not hear, but rebelled against the commandment of the Lord, and went presumptuously up into the hill. And the Amorites, which dwelt in that mountain, came out against you, and chased you as bees do, and destroyed you in Seir, even unto Hormah. And ye returned and wept before the Lord, but the Lord would not hearken to your voice, nor give ear unto you. A second reason on why our prayers are not answered is because of just open rebellion, just open rebellion. God saying, do not do it, and we go on and do it anyway. Just like the children of Israel did here, God said, don't go up there. And they, sure enough, went up there, and the Amorites destroyed them because they did not listen to the voice of the Lord. Now, by rebellion, what I'm talking about is he that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Meaning this, if you go out or if I go out and commit adultery against my wife or you commit it against your wife or your husband, that just doesn't get wiped away. If we commit fornication before we're married and we lose our purity, that just doesn't get wiped away. If I drink alcohol or you drink alcohol, and I don't, but if I did and I rode down the road and got a DUI, that sin would not just disappear because it's rebellion against God. And a lot of times we look at sin and we try to we try to categorize it. And a lot of people you'll hear will say, well, sin is sin and sin is just all sin and all sin is wrong. And that's true. There is some truth to that. But some sin, not just in the fact of the nature of the sin itself, but in the act and the repercussions for the sin is totally different. For instance, if I go out and I take my car and run down the road at 100 mile an hour and a policeman pulls me over, I'm probably going to get a speeding ticket. I can pay that speeding ticket and go on about my merry way. But if I run down the road at 100 mile an hour and hit somebody that's walking down the side of the road and take their life, then the results of that is going to be a lot more than the speeding ticket. And that's how sin is. And a lot of times we get into these rebellious states where we think, oh, well, I'm just going to do what I want to do, and I'm going to do what I want to do. And when I get to the end of this, I'll just get down and pray, and God will forgive me, and then he'll cleanse me, and I'll have fellowship with him again. There is some truth in that statement. But let us not forget that here in the book of Deuteronomy, the children of Israel rebelled against the Lord. And the Bible says, but the Lord would not hearken to your voice, nor give ear unto you. Why? Because rebellion is one way to ensure that our prayers are not answered. The book of James chapter 4 and verse number 3. The book of James chapter 4 and verse number 3. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lust. The third reason on why our prayers are not being answered is because we're praying out of lust. We're praying for something that is not going to benefit us spiritually. We're praying for something that is not in the will of God, but we just want it. And so we get down and pray, oh God, please give me a new truck. Just using myself as an example. 
If I had a new truck, God, I could serve you. And I'd look so good on visitation in a new truck. And really, it's not even about anything about serving God. It's just the fact that I want a new truck or a car. And a lot of people do this. They pray to God, and their prayer is based on the benefits that they're going to receive from the thing they're praying for. For instance, a young man might pray, oh God, please let me marry her. She's blonde hair, blue eyes, just a beautiful lady. And if I had her, I'd serve God. Or a young girl might say, God, please let me marry him. Brown hair, brown eyes, muscular. He can throw a football so far. Remember, young lady, just because he can throw a football does not mean he's going to hold a job down, okay? Throwing a football is a career that pays very few, okay? And that's another podcast for another day. But what we're wanting is we're wanting to consume it upon our own lust instead of praying, God, send me the person to marry. God, send me the vehicle you want me to drive. God, give me the job you want me to have. We're more concerned about our prayer being to benefit ourselves instead of being in the will of God. And lust is one of the reasons that our prayers are not answered. The book of Isaiah chapter 59 in verses 1 through 2. Isaiah chapter 59 in verses 1 through 2. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither is ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear you. Unconfessed sin is another reason on why prayers are not answered. Here, Isaiah very clearly tells us that God is capable of doing what it is that we need done, but our iniquities have separated us. The same problem that a sinner has or a lost person has, they can't pray because sin has got in between them and God. The same problem dwells in a saved man or woman, boy or girl's life. They get sin in their life and it divides them and God. And God cannot look on sin. Sin disgusts God. And so if we've got unconfessed sin in our life, then that is going to hinder our prayer life. Our prayers are not going to be answered. Now, let's just use some very simple illustrations, okay? So I'm walking down the road, and a beautiful lady who's not dressed appropriately walks past, and I look at her the wrong way. You know what I've just done? I've just lusted in my mind. And you know what I have to do? I have to confess that sin before, before God will hear me pray. You say, well, you're using yourself. Well, I don't have anybody else to use. Okay, say I'm riding down the road in my vehicle and somebody cuts me off and I pull up beside them and I roll the window down and I scream at them. Do you know what I've got to do before I get down to pray? I've got to tell God I'm sorry for the way I acted at the red light today over somebody who was just in a hurry. I got upset. And you say, well, that really matters. Those unconfessed sins really matter to God. Why? Because sin separates God and man. And if you've got sin in your life, if you're living in open sin, your prayers are not going to be answered according to the Word of God. 1 Peter chapter 3 in verse number 7, the book of First Peter, chapter 3, in verse number 7. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, 
and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Not honoring the wife is one way to not have your prayers answered. And I would say, honestly, that this goes both ways. If you're married and you're not honoring your husband, it's going to apply the same way. If you've got into a fight or an argument or a loud discussion or you are bitter or upset or something from the past is troubling you, you need to get that right so that you can have your prayers answered. You cannot get down and pray. You cannot get down and pray and ask God to hear you if you've got all in your heart against your spouse, whether that's your husband or your wife. It's very important to God that that relationship be right. Why? So that your prayers are not hindered. The book of Proverbs chapter 21 in verse number 13. The book of Proverbs chapter 21 in verse number 13. Whoso stoppeth his ear at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself, but shall not be heard. Now, I will admit that this verse can probably be taken several different ways, but the way that I wanted to use it in an application form today is along the lines of why our prayers are not answered is because of greed, because of greed. God has blessed us with so much stuff, but we cannot help those who cannot help themselves or who are not capable of helping themselves. It's very important to be right with God that if my pantry is running over and I see a man, woman, boy, or girl who's hungry, that I try to help them out. And you say, really, should I help everybody? You should not be greedy. I understand you need to take care of your family, but some of us, some of us have more than we need. And that abundance that we have could go to help the weaker or the lesser brother or sister in Christ or just plain lost person who needs help. And the Bible's very clear that the person who listens to somebody cry for help and they do not help them, God says he also shall cry himself but shall not be heard. When we need help, God won't hear us because we were greedy with what we had. You say you're stretching that a lot. It might not be contextually correct, but application-wise, it's dead on. So I just would encourage us as we look at our lives to go, why are my prayers not being answered? Is there somebody in need that I need to help that I'm not helping because I'm greedy? The book of Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 7. The book of Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 7. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. I, I titled this number seven as fancy prayers. Fancy prayers are prayers that are not answered. Okay, here, here's an example of a fancy prayer. And if you pray like this, I'm not trying to insult you. And if you're praying like this from the heart, it, it is a good prayer. But what I'm talking about is what Jesus is saying here is this vain repetition, and they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Our most gracious, noble, omnipotent, kind, loving, compassionate, merciful, heavenly Father, 
We beseech thee today that thou wouldest earnestly hear our cry as we look toward thy holy hill in faith and perseverance, believing that you're capable of doing all that we would ask today of thee in thy wonderful, marvelous, magnificent way. And I could go on and on. If you've been in church any length of time, you've heard prayers like that. But it's just fancy prayers. And I always like to take prayer as just very simply talking to my father. And I was blessed. I had an earthly father. My earthly father was not saved, but he was a very good man. Taught me morals, taught me work ethic. I'm forever indebted to him for how good he was to me, even though he was not a Christian man. But do you know what I'd do if my shoes were wore out? I would just go to my dad and say, Dad, my shoes have got too tight and they're hurting my feet. And he'd say something like this. Well, boy, next time we're at the store, let me know. We'll go over there and get you a pair that fits you. And in all reality, our prayer life could probably be improved 100% if we just went to God with simple prayers like this. God, I don't. I don't know how to raise these kids. Is there a way you could just give me wisdom beyond my days so that I don't ruin their lives? And just be simple and our heart open before God. And those prayers will be heard. But fancy worded prayers are not something God's interested in hearing. The book of James chapter 1 in verses 5 through 7. James chapter 1 in verses 5 through 7. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A lack of faith. Faith is very simply just believing what God said. God said he'd hear you. You believe he'll hear you. If you're praying for his will and something that would be according to the way he wants you to go spiritually, and you believe by faith that he's going to supply it, and you're right with God, he will supply it. But if you pray for it and then you begin to doubt whether God can do what he said, then faith has not been demonstrated. You're doubting God. And that lack of faith could be a reason why our prayers are not answered. And then quickly and lastly, let's go to the book of 1 John chapter 1 in verse number 9. The book of 1 John chapter 1 in verse number 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Why are my prayers not being answered? Very simply, because I've got something in my life that's in between me and God. And you know, no matter how bad it is, or let's look at no matter how terrible it could be, no matter how grave the consequences are, if our prayers are not being answered, why don't we just get down on our knees, confess the sin to God, and ask Him to forgive us, and fall into the hands of Him who is ever merciful, and He's ever kind to His children, and able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. And maybe we've made some mistakes, and we have. But why don't we get down before God and honestly just confess our sins and say, God, I messed up, but from here on out, 
I'm going to try to do everything I can to live for you and live according to the way that your Bible demands that I live. And I got a funny feeling that our prayer life will turn around from being a bunch of unanswered words to actually answered prayers from our Heavenly Father who loves us and cares about us.